Back at Heinz Field, it's hour number two of the Steelers Blitz here on SNR. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, rocking and rolling here on a Saturday from training camp 2021. A reminder, don't go anywhere, folks, because in just about an hour, listen, Motes and I are live at Heinz Field right now, and then in about an hour you'll have live from Canton the drive here on SNR. Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson. Motsi, that's the magic of radio. We're going to go it right. It is, man. Just about a, we'll go to break. About four minutes later, we'll go from Heinz Field to Canton. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Joining us now, this will be fantastic. New friend of the show. You know his name. You've followed him on social media. You've certainly seen him in the black and gold. Terrence Garvin on the line joining us. Terrence, what's up, partner? Thanks so much for what's taking up, the time. Man? I appreciate y'all having me. You already know it's major love. Anytime I get to share the airways with you, my brother, my former uh, locker uh, room mate. Yes, locker indeed. Mate. Hey, Come hey, on I'm now. Let them know. It's, it's, it's different for us, man. Hey, but, it's different, bro. You're my locker mate. I've seen the glow up. I'm proud every time. I always <laughs> say it, bro. I've seen it. I've seen the glow up, bro. Hey, you bet. Hey, hey, and likewise, I've seen your growth, and I'm glad to see you transitioning now, getting into this media field, man. I definitely feel like you're a guy that's going to excel in this avenue. But, man, yeah. we had the Steelers finally have a preseason game, right? And a lot of people had, you know, mixed reviews on it. But just as a whole, man, what did you think of the team as a whole, man? Were you impressed with what you saw? Anything that stood out to you positively? I just think that's the Steelers' way this year. You know what I mean? I think you're going to see a lot mm -hmm. of that 12 personnel. I think you can mm -hmm. see his receivers. The receivers are bigger than dudes. They got these big tight end, these tight end packages. You're going to see them run the ball. Like, you're going to really see them run the ball this year. You know what I mean? You see a lot more hits. Absolutely. You're going to see that quick game. But you're going to see them run the ball and try to control the game this year. You just can tell, like, that's the formula. Like, that's the – they got they got, a, they got a back. You see, they got big backs, though. You know, like when Caleb hey, came in there, you can just – they just feel like they got big backs. Like, it feel like they got big backs and they're just trying to get that's, – that's the game plan, it seems like. They're going to get downhill. And they're going to play defense. You know what I mean? Like that's That, that old school AFC North ball. Yeah. Old school AFC North ball. Absolutely. 16-3 is cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. It's like, they, you feel like, that's like. The one thing about the Steelers, and you always going to get a good preseason game because the system is just so the system. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. like, you always say the standards, the standards. But it's like, you know what I mean? When the twos come in or the threes come in, it's like the, the system still the system. You know what I mean? So you mm -hmm. still see that that run the ball and let's play this defense. You know what I mean? Y'all get out and block on the perimeter. Y'all get out here and block on these edges and let's run the ball. Terrence, sure. it seems like another thing with the offense that we could, you know, start to see on Thursday. You know, last few years, the Steelers offense, it's been at the bottom of the league in terms of play action, in terms of pre-snap movement and motion. But, man, you started to see on Thursday a lot more play action, a lot more motion and pre-snap movement, and it feels like that's going to be something that there's really going to be an onus on, you know, under Matt Canada and the offense this year. Right. I've definitely seen that. And it seems like it all just kind of stems from we're going to run the ball, you know what I mean? Like, to get the play action mm -hmm. game going, it's like, yeah, that, that push got to be up. I thought the offensive line looked good, though. I will say that, like, uh, I'm talking, I thought the offensive line, they were getting good push off front, especially that first thing, you know what I mean? I know obviously it wasn't all the, the total unit, but I thought they were getting good push off front. You know what I mean? It was some good holes. Like, not, you can see, like, running backs were getting that first three yards untouched. You know what I mean? Yes. And, like, that's really, that's really, you know what I mean, the name of the game. Like, them first three, four yards, 
getting untouched, and then the running back do what he got to do from there. So yeah, like, absolutely. I thought they were getting a good push. No, I agree with that as well, man. Now, switching over to the defensive side of the ball, more importantly, yeah. one of your fortes, yeah. them inside linebackers, yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. T -t Talk right. about your perception of those guys, man, because we kind of got mixed reviews, man, between Spillane's performance, Ulysses Gilbert III's performance, and obviously the yeah. rookie, Buddy Johnson, man. But what was your thoughts on those guys in the inside linebacker room? Uh, I think it was the first game. You know what I mean? Like, I think it was the first game. Let it get warmed up a little bit. People getting the mm. jitters out. It's hard to give you that first first. I, I didn't think it was oh, yeah. bad. It was just like, I'm going to do my job. You know what I mean? Let me just do my job mm -hmm. and let's just get it done. Like, I didn't think it was a bad performance. Like, they weren't getting just – it wasn't too many big squirts. I didn't see a lot of that. Yeah. So, I didn't think they were bad for that. You know what I mean? Just definitely a first game. Like, let's get it wet. Let's get it going a little bit. You feel that? Well, yeah, I, like, absolutely. I, I, that um, Grant can run. Grant can run. I didn't realize he can run. Like you can see the potential. In him. You know what I mean? You can see like he can run. Like you need a guy like that. Now he looked good running out there too, man. Yeah, Talking about Ulysses yeah. Gilbert, and we're yeah, I'm sorry. Like saying, we're yeah, currently on the line right now. Yeah, we're currently on the line right now with Terrence Garvin, former Pittsburgh Steeler, former West Virginia. Oh yeah. yeah, I know. I know my my partner in crime is absolutely loving the fact that <laughs> you are on the line right now, TG. Storing yeah, it out. Hey, let's go, let's Mountaineer. Go. Hey, Terrence. Yes, Terrence sir. was a freshman in 2009. I was a freshman in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I will have to sneak in just one college football question before we let you go in a few minutes. But but sticking with that, Terrence, you know, we we discussed a lot this offseason with the defense how, you know, you really feel comfortable with the, the foundational guys of the defense. You know, T.J. Watt, Cam Hayward, Stephon Tuitt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden. You know, we think Devin Bush can be can be in that conversation as well, too. It is crazy, but, but you you know, you lose guys too, like a Bud Dupree, like a Steven Nelson, like a Mike Hilton, right. who are also who are also big parts of this defense. Um, from, from your standpoint, yeah, from, from your standpoint, when you're when you're trying to head into a new season with what you think is a very good unit, right? But you got to fill some things out in 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 the process here. It really does seem like there's an extra onus on training camp this season, on the preseason games, yeah. and and part of that part of that is definitely because we we didn't have this last year. You know, all the off season programs right. got canceled. There was no right. preseason because of COVID, of course. It, it feels like Terrence, you can really feel that sense of urgency of guys out right. here know that there are spots to be you know to be had, and you right. can feel that competition. And that's always a good feeling when it, you can go in there with the feeling of it's a spot to be had. You know what I mean? Opportunity. Mm -hmm. So that's always a good feeling. So that brings out that hunger a little bit. And that's why going back to the inside linebackers, it's early. You know what I mean? It's a spot to be had. It's competition to be had. So it's definitely like it, it's competition. It's going to bring out the best in people. But it, it's getting your skill better every day. You know what I mean? I'm sure they're out there getting better at something every day because, like you said, it's spots to be had. And there is about eight, nine staples coming back. So You know what I mean? So it's like you don't mm -hmm. want to be the guy out there per se messing up or letting somebody down, especially on that defense because that defense is going to really be the, the, the per se staple right now. Like that offense mm -hmm. sure. is going to control games where that defense has to really like step up every game. Like they're going to have to really be that defense. You know what I mean? That Steeler defense. So mm -hmm. I think I think I think where, where opportunity comes, like just excitement. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. absolutely excitement. Yeah.
Now, you know, I got to ask you, talking about these quarterbacks, man, Dwayne Haskins, Mason Rudolph. I mean, we know they're the lightning rods right now. What was your perspective of their performances, though? Um, I thought they looked good. I thought, you know, I I, I, I hear good things. I like Haskins' arm. Like, I really just love his arm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know how those distinguishing characteristics. Like, I always just like his arm. Like, his arm just seems like a live arm to me. You know what I mean? And Very that's true. always exciting. Especially in this league now, that's exciting. You know what I mean? Uh, I was kind of looking at a little stuff like control of the huddle. You know what I mean? Like mm. confidence. Like it just seemed like the 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 chemistry, the the, the system was running well. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a lot yeah. of just pre snap penalties. It wasn't like delayed games. Like I thought they controlled the huddle well. You know what I mean? So I think his first game, like we don't, you know what I mean? Practice shows a lot too. But I thought the first game, like that's still jitterbug. You know what I mean? It's still like we haven't played football in a few minutes. Like let's just get out here and play football. Let's control the system. Let's move the ball. You know what I mean? We scored points. So I thought I thought I thought they both looked good. I thought they controlled the game though. You know what I mean? I thought that was Absolutely. The first game, like let's just control the game. Let's not just have a whole bunch of uh fumble QB exchanges. You know what I mean? Just stuff like that. Absolutely. Like, I thought that type stuff was clean. You know what I mean? It controlled the game. So I mean I am sure it'll get more exciting as this thing goes. They'll open it up a little bit more, put more plays in. But it just felt like the mm-hmm. first game you know what I mean? First game, Hall of Fame game, too. Don't forget. Like, they yep. got the first, first yes. game. Yes. Then we can hit everyone. Like, yeah, then <laughs> we can hit everyone. But it's like, it, it just wasn't that. You, you're getting back to playing football. Like, one thing about playing football, you have to play football to play football. You know what I mean? Man, so like, you preach it to the choir back. over here. Yeah, hey, getting back to playing football. Like, we really out here running. We bending again. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get those in – you don't get those movements, like, even though we say the summertime, but you don't get those certain little bends that Correct. you're not used to doing. You know what I mean? So it's like it's getting back to playing football. Like, And one thing I know about Tomlin, like, his camp is tough. So I know them boys out there working every mm-hmm. day. So I mean, you know what I mean? It's good to get out there and go against somebody else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just get out there and just show your skill against somebody else. Like, just be professional. Like, I thought it looked good. I'm sure, I thought he felt good. I'm sure he felt good about that. It wasn't. No fumble QB exchanges. I know that's a big mm-hmm. thing for him. So I know that was that was a big part. You know what I mean? I was just looking at those things. Like we'll see them yeah. get the ball downfield a little bit more later. But like those little things, controlling the system, controlling the game, running, running, running the system. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I thought they both did a good job at that. I, I give them that. Terrence, one thing that I wanted to make sure to ask you about, Moats and I, one of our favorite parts of being down here at Hinesfield for camp is, of course, when special teams coach Danny Smith gets to <laughs> gets to run practice and gets to run everything. Yeah. Man, just just tell us what it's like playing with a guy hey, like that. that. All yeah, the energy that in the world. <laughs> that that, that gum yes, chewing. Yes. Gum in there. <laughs> <Talk>. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no flavor on that gum either, hey. man. <laughs> Hey, he need he need every second of his system, every second of his minutes too. He like, no, 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 I got to get going. I'm gonna need my minutes. <laughs> Let's get it going. He's trying to get He's trying to pull. Absolutely all out. is. You know what I mean? You know, you know. And special teams, one thing he always say like, we don't have like, I say we, but he don't have five. He don't have, you know what I mean? Six, six, seven kids. Like he just has one, two kids. So he got to be efficient. You know what I mean? He got to be mm-hmm. line up. Let's get it done and let's get it done. And I thought that looked good. Like, you didn't see nothing crazy and no block punt. You know what I mean? Like, the snaps. I mean, in fact, a, a positive, a positive punt. Well too, yeah, yeah, positive punt. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? And the punters, he, he got a big leg. I remember him at Georgia Tech. 
I was kind of into him at Georgia Tech. I know he had won the uh, guy award and whatnot. So Yo. I, I kind of was on my scout, and I was into him. I knew he was going to come out there and let it loose. He got some flag to him, too. I always like he, he definitely you know, does. He does, for yeah, sure. He, flag. he make He makes it fun to, like, the fourth down unit is fun. You know what I mean? It look like a fun fourth down unit, per se. So he'll make it for fun. For a fact right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought that was fine. Now, I thought they looked good. I thought the special teams was a positive. You know what I mean? Pulse no, was running hard. It, running and talk about what well, I was going to say. My last one for you, man. Just talk about the mentality going into this next game for some of those guys with the special teams element of it. I mean, that's pretty significant. But I want to hear from you, man. Let the people know just how significant it is going into the second game. Yeah. You got to think, like, you're out here. So you had these game one, you don't put some plays on tape defensively, off offensively as well. It's like now you can kind of start to separate yourself, make a couple of plays on special teams, like just improve your stock. You know what I mean? Like, it is competitions mm -hmm. out there. You still do got to cut some people. You can see, like, even with the third teams and, per se, like, you call them fourth teams, but it's like, it, it, it's common. There's some good players down there. There's good people down there. You know what I mean? No, it like, definitely is, man. Good people. You know what I mean? I heard about, per se, the drama of the, like, with the James Washington, like, requesting trades, but you can just see, like, it's good people that want to play. That's what that tells you. Mm -hmm. Like, people want to play. And there's people down here fighting for spots, and it's like, you got to think the special teams can separate some stuff. You know what I mean? You go down there and make you a three-tackle game next game, and then you play good on defense. It's like, all right, we, we got to see what's up with this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. that, that jumps you up different. So it's like that's part of the game. That's part of the business. That's part of making the team, and that's part of the camp. Like, that special teams is a big piece, and you got to be hungry for it. I know Coach Danny, that's one thing about him. He wants them dogs. He wants people that's hungry to go make a play down there. So, you know what I mean? You can just see, like, people – that, that's a want to. That's the whole thing. I was like, that's, you want to go make plays on special teams. And you go make your plays on offense and defense. You feel that? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah, man. But, but well, Terrence, we really. Good, like, it wasn't no negative. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Terrence, great stuff, partner. We really appreciate you taking the time here oh, to join us for a segment. And, uh, and I, you know, like I said, I, I, I could go on for another hour uh -oh, here uh -oh. talking to you about the <laughs> ABU <laughs> stuff. We'll, we'll, go ears, baby. We'll, we'll, ears, we'll, talk, we'll talk about how we're going to take over the ACC <laughs> one of these other times, all right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Going to get that W against Maryland in a couple weeks. <laughs> Terrence, great stuff, partner. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Oh, I love my guy. <laughs> there he goes. Terrence Garvin, Arthur Motes' former teammate. My hey, former, that's my guy right there, My man. former WVU classmate. We literally all four same years that I was at yeah, WVU that's, that's, or the man. same four years that he was there, too. He was one of my favorite guys to watch, number 28 out there. Uh, just uh, a lot of fun, and certainly everybody here in Steeler land remembers Terrence Garvin, particularly when he just destroyed that poor punter. Oh, man. And was, was just an outstanding special teams performer here. FaceTime before we knew what FaceTime really was. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. We're getting some FaceTime in down at Heinz Field as practice is ongoing in front of us. Going to take a break. We've got more observations from the Hall of Fame game. There is, I think, a pretty big name that did some pretty big things on Thursday that we still haven't discussed. We'll take care of that when we return. Live from Heinz Field, our training camp coverage ongoing on SNR. You are listening to the Steelers Play. You're listening to the official voice of Black and Gold Nation, SNR.
Steelers Blitz on Heinz Field live on SNR Training Camp 2021. Folks, a reminder that for the most complete selection of Steelers merchandise, from official sideline gear and authentic memorabilia to our extensive selections of jerseys and terrible towels, you've got to visit one of the Steelers' official Pro Shop stores. There's one located right here at Heinz Field if you're planning on coming down to training camp at all. There's also uh, official Steelers Pro Shop stores at the Grove City Premium Outlets and at the Tanger Outlets. You know you can always shop online as well by visiting shop.steelers.com for all of your Steelers merchandise needs directly from the team. Arthur Motes, I brought some Steelers merchandise out with me here today. You did, and I was very impressed with that selection, by the way. I, uh, you know, it's big weekend. Big weekend for me personally, you know, when your favorite Steeler of all times going into the Hall of Fame. Of course, I'm talking about Mr. Troy Palomalu. I brought my Troy Palomalu jersey out here today, Motesy. Now, I was in, in anticipation of last Saturday, okay? Okay. Last Saturday, folks. Don't, don't, uh, yeah. I tell you what, I mean, Arthur Motes, it was like a meet and greet out here, all right? There were a ton of you down here. Every time we went to break, there was there was somebody who was trying to talk to Motesy, get a picture, get an autograph, and, and it was a lot of fun, but it was chaos. It, it, this is very true. So I was thinking, you know, today's a Saturday. It'll probably be similar. It's a yes. weekend day. There's going to be a lot of people down there. So without practice again? I yeah. said, you know what, Motsi? If they're going to be people asking to take pictures with us and all that stuff, I said, I'm bringing my Troy Palomalu jersey. Absolutely. I'm going to do it up officially here. And we've only had one person say hello all day. Whoa. It's funny how that works. The duality of. And if I would have left my jersey <laughs> at home, right, and I would just worn a normal T-shirt, we had a bunch of people asking for pictures. Well, and I was also going to say this too, man. <laughs> Last time we were in here, it was the first weekend. It Security was. was a lot more lax. Security was a lot. <laughs> this crew in here today. It's preseason for them as well, too. Yeah, this crew in here today, they, they are on it. The security <laughs> presence where we are located at is a lot more heavier than it was than last time. I, I will say that. So I think that a lot of it has to do with that portion as well. <laughs> But I, it's all right. I've, I've left the jersey off to the side here because it's a little warm down here. Again, all of you. That's a nice way to put it. Just a little warm. All huh? of you people who come down here to camp practice, you sit out in the sun for three hours in your black jerseys. You're absolutely psychos, and I love you to death. Yeah. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. You know where to get involved if you want to tweet us. It's at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. We Duh. have. Body. Gotten a few tweets that we will get to here because, reminder, just a, a shorter show today. We got about another half an hour or so to go here before we hand things off to Canton. It doesn't even Lally. feel right. This is literally a half hour away, bro. Like, normally, isn't it funny? Normally, it's like right about the time where we're yeah, getting where it feels we're, like we're picking up steam. Yeah. We're, all right, we're halfway through the show. We got I another feel like 90 we're minutes just getting warmed up right now. What do you mean? Yeah, like, that's all right. Geez. You know why that's all right? I don't tell the listeners I said this. Uh -oh. Two hours, three hours. Uh, you said the check's the same? The check's still cash. Oh, it's still, still cash. So, okay. so, you know. Uh, all right, now we can turn the microphones back oh, on. Oh, they pay you for this? I didn't know we got paid for this. I'm making a phone call. <laughs> they told me I, I, I can get, you know, free practice seats. That's what they sold no, me I, I get paid in. Yeah. I get paid in serotonin and dopamine levels every time we get a tweet or a, a new follower. Yeah, they told me. They say you get the best seat in the house under a tent. I said, okay, I'll be and there. And a really nice box lunch. This is I true. mean, look at you. You got your pretzels and your cookie and everything in front of you, rocking and rolling. You can't get much of a better view than the one we've got here at Heinz Field. We love it. We're having fun. Uh, and you are welcome to say hello. Jason, shout out to Jason who came and said hello earlier if you're coming down to practice today, tomorrow, or whenever. Although, like Motsi said, I think they are a little more lax on security on the weekends in terms of saying hello. No, no, no. Flip side. They're more lax on weekdays. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yes. Because there's not as many people. Correct. Whereas when it's the sold-out crowds like it is today, like it will be tomorrow, Security presence as we can look around. It's a lot more people in well, here, you know, man. A lot a couple, more security. You got a couple A-listers like us. You know, you got to have well, the bodyguards. Well, you're body only A-lister. Come on, man. got to have the bodyguards. Well, you know what? I, I have actually crossed over. I was, you know, not on anybody's list. 
when I didn't have credentials. But now that I'm a credentialed member of the Steelers media team, yeah, 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 I, I, I've crossed over into cool people land now. I, 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 I was very happy to show my badge today. You, <laughs> you are the beacon of popularity, Arthur Bugs, and that's why I am happy that I get to call you a friend and a colleague. <laughs> One of the guys that we have not discussed yet, Arthur Motes, and maybe we buried the lead on this because, my goodness, he was burning up the Twitter.com and the social media circles well, on see, Thursday you, night. You, you said everybody wanted to talk about quarterbacks. I was about to say, man, why are you lying like that? I don't care about those quarterbacks after what we saw on Thursday night. What we saw on Thursday Come night, on now, Arthur baby. Motes, to, uh, to borrow a line from now, a baby. prominent Yenzer media member, that was for the brand on Thursday, wasn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely it was, man, and it was beautiful to see. Presley Harvin III. Folks, we've been hyping him up. We've been discussing him certainly much more than we normally discuss punters. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, Only heard? he can make you excited about watching punting during the preseason. 100%. Let's be real about it. Only 100%. he can do that. It is a testament to that young man that he has is excited about punting in general, but uh, during the preseason as well, too. You heard Terrence Garvin talk about him. Ray mm -hmm. Guy winner. Um, he's been a person that, that has, you know, had eyeballs on him in football circles uh, for a little while now. Was a was a very good, was the best punter in all of college football last season. He is a little non-traditional in the sense that he looks more like a linebacker than he looks like a punter sometimes out hey, there. Hey, man, we always talk about breaking the mold, right? You got to break the I mold. I mean, Bill Nunn is going into the Hall of Fame right now That's because right. he broke the mold of – the players that you scout, the players that you sign and draft. So I do like the fact that Presley Harvin III is also breaking that same mold in terms of guys that you particularly, you know, look for or look, you know, or you're accustomed to seeing sure, as a punter. Sure, so, yeah. I, uh, I, I Listen, we have given him love throughout the preseason, right? You and I have – or throughout training camp, I should say, pardon me. You and I have discussed this guy. We've talked about how he's – man, like when he punts out here, you can hear it, you can see it, it hangs in the air a while. But we need to see him do it in stadiums, right, and in sync with um, with his punt team coverage and getting the hang time right and getting the direction of the punt right and all those things. And Mozi again, just the first dress rehearsal on Thursday, so we want to see him to continue to stack those performances. It is a is a theme here on the show. You and I say it all the time. You never crown a guy based off of one game. You never even crown a guy based off of one good year. You need to see more of a body of work. But that's a good start for Presley Harvin III on Thursday night. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that, man. You, you talk about first impressions, right? That was his first impression in stadium. And that was a heck of a first impression right there, man. You set the bar extremely high, and that's how I wanted to be. We are tired of average. We are tired of the status quo. And that's kind of what we've seen with Jordan Berry these past couple of years. Now, we brought in competition for him, but nobody's been able to be consistent enough or talented enough to beat him out. To knock him off his So post. to see Presley come in and have the performance that he did in game one like that, well, now it makes me even more excited to see how he responds in week two, but also how does Jordan Berry respond? Because mm. it's been plenty of people that we've thought were going to come in here and take Jordan's job. Plenty of people say Jordan is terrible, but you don't last as long as Jordan is last if you're terrible. The team won't keep bringing you back if you are terrible. So now we're going to get a chance to see how he responds to that. Now, I was a little bit interested, though, to find out why we didn't see them rotate. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't look at Jordan as the clear-cut 
guy where he's above competition. He's above punting in the preseason. So I was a little bit surprised by that. And now unless it was an injury thing or something like that, that could be different. But as a whole, I was a little bit surprised that he didn't get an opportunity. So I want to see how did they handle that rotation in game two? Hmm. Is it going to solely be Jordan Berry playing in game two? And we don't see any pressing because that changes competition. Like, Interesting. When you talk about a punting competition, if Presley and Jordan are having to go back and forth in game, it's a lot harder to do those type that, of things. You, you don't get the rhythm, same rhythm. Your rhythm's off. Right. Yeah. But with Presley, he got the opportunity to punt every punt. So his punts got better. His rhythm felt great. He felt comfortable out there. I want to see how they're going to do that with Jordan as well, or are they going to have them flip-flopping next game? Sure. No, you know because what? That's, that, that's very different, man. And let me ask you this too, then. If that is the case, right? If they have Jordan next game, if they do do that flip flop thing through the four preseason games here, anything to look into in in terms of Presley getting the first crack at it, or 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 maybe it was just more so that he's the guy that they want to see more. Cause no, they know I think what they they, have they, they definitely wanted to see him because you kind of know what Jordan is right now. You want to see how is a guy going to handle being in the stadium? I mean, that was his first time in the stadium. Guys get wacky in stadium. I've seen guys that look super comfortable, are crazy productive in practices, and as soon as you put that black and gold on them with the Steelers and it's like official, official, they panic, they overthink things, they just don't look like the same person. So seeing Presley be able to go out there and execute and still yeah. look like the same person we've seen in practice was super impressive, but it was only one time, though. I mean, we can point to regular season games where Jordan Berry has looked good, I mean, he doesn't have a 40-plus net average for no reason. Correct. He's had good games, but we want to see more than just one time. So that's the interesting part with Presley. Do it again, and then do it again. Take it out here and practice. Don't come out here and practice and say, well, I've already had a successful game. I can chill out here this week. Uh-uh. Show at the NFL level that every day you're the best punter on this team. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do, man. Every Especially in a competition. Every Rod Dalla tweets us Shout and says, Rod. PH3 locked up that punter job on Thursday. You know what? I didn't, PH3, that's a pretty good I, I've been seeing that. I've been seeing that go I around like for him, that. man. Hey, listen, I feel like that's part of the swag. You got to have you got to have some type of nickname if you want to have the swag. And too. you can't give it to yourself. Joey Joey Bag of Donuts tweets us and says, "Can we hear West do a whole segment in his curmudgeon voice?" <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, well, you know, I got to go out here. If you go that route, man, your voice going to be hurt. I got to sit in traffic. I got to sit in traffic, you know. I got to I got to just get around all the people down here. Hinesville, it's nice and hot down here, my curmudgeon voice. <laughs> Motsi, if I had to do a segment in a in a whole voice, all right, if I had to do a, an entire 15-minute or so-ish segment in one of uh, – you know, I've got the curmudgeon voice here on the show. You got Randy. I've got I've got macho man Randy Savage. I've, of course, I've got my British accent, you know. We always bust this one out from time to time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would you, if you had to pick, what would I do a whole segment and what voice would it be? I would want you to go Macho Man, but I wouldn't because you're going to lose your voice and I'm going to be stuck doing a solo show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but he's he, down here at the Steelers practice. Oh, that's yeah. my favorite one right there. Oh, the cream rises to the top, and more often than not, the cream wears the black and gold. Oh, yeah. Hey, Randy, man, how you feeling out here today, man? You good or are you a little hot, man? Oh, a little sweaty out here in Heinz Field, but that's what you expect in August on the North Shore. I mean, come on, it's summertime. And now you're right. Now I'm ready to blow a gasket See, in my forehead. You, and yeah. <laughs> my voice is gone. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. We're having some fun, as we always do, at Heinz Field. We got a tweet here as well, too, Motsi, from Wes Euler's hair. Whoa. I mean, I think I've officially made it. It's at Wes Euler's hair. 
Okay. There's a Twitter account. I retweeted it. Don't do, you do worry. Do you run this account? I do not. Okay. Swear I do not. Okay. I, I'll, pull up, I'll show you my phone. You can see all my different burner accounts when we go to break. The Am Wesley I allowed to swipe left or right or no? <laughs> <laughs> we got a question from Wesley Euler's hair in terms of uh, a, a, another Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins conversation. We've gotten yeah. some tweets about TJ Watt and his availability as well, too. Here's what I want to do, Motsi, if it's all right with you. Uh, in this final segment on site here, our buddy Chris Carter is going to join us. Mm -hmm. Some of these questions that are rolling in on Twitter are things that we've already touched on today throughout yeah. the show. So let's we'll save those, right, because we normally do tweets in the last segment. So what we'll kind of do is we'll use your tweets to tee up questions for Chris Carter that Motsi and I kicked around in the first hour of the show. Make sense? Absolutely. Ah, Sounds we'll, pretty good. We'll radio this thing when hey, we hey, come hey. back on the other side. We will have our buddy Chris Carter of DK Pittsburgh Sports here with us on site. Yeah, just about 20 more minutes to go here until we pass things off, till we, till we send this party out to Canton for a special edition of The Drive with Dale Lawley and with Matt Williamson. So, folks, don't go anywhere. So much more to come here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. You're listening to the Steelers Blitz. Black and gold football lives here. What a play! 24-7. You're listening to SNR. Final segment here live from Heinz Field on the Steelers Blitz. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, and we are pleased to be joined by our SNR colleague. You've heard him all week. He was with me to start the week. He's been with, or with me to start the camp, pardon me. He's been with Crowley for the last two weeks. You've heard him all throughout camp. You should be familiar with his work, uh, both with SNR and DK Pittsburgh Sports. Of course, we're talking about our guy Chris Carter. What's up, Mr. Cotta? I'm all right, Wes. How are you, brother? I'm, I can't complain. You know, nice day out here, another day of football, another day out here with the Steeler Nation. I'm looking forward to the enshrinements tonight. Let me ask you, well, which speech are you most excited to hear? Hall of Fame enshrinement, 2020 slash 2021. Uh-oh, uh-oh. That's a good question because I've always grown up with, a, with an affinity for Donnie Shell. So hearing his story will be amazing. But I'm sorry, like Troy Polamalu, like, yeah, I, you understand, I was born in 89. So when he came to the Steelers, mm. I was like just getting into high school and just seeing him at that point in my life. Like, that was when I was like in the prime of like being like a Your football. Your Steeler fanhood. Right. Yeah. And, and like my, my football nerddom. Like, that's <laughs> I don't know. I still think you're in the prime of that. Oh, I'm, I'm still – you're right. But that was, that was like, you know, the early part of the like, That was like Ali when he beat Listen. Ah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but seriously, that's when – that's when, like, when you're seeing – hearing from him, like, on all the things that he – that he's been – there's – I've never heard a bad story about Troy Polamalu. There are no yeah. bad stories about Troy no. Polamalu, exactly, man. Exactly. Troy exactly. is Most, awesome, man. Like, he's just – he's the best. And so I, I'm kind of just eager just to hear – what he said, because also Troy, his whole life has just been, you know, like I was just happened to be in the right place at the right time. And, and Troy is always so humble. Humble, as I'm he, saying, he, like he, he never he takes credit for I just say, I did yes, that. You, anytime we try to talk to him about a play that he made, he's gonna push it onto. Well, it yeah. worked out because that guy. It did because of right. this guy. Right. It's never because yes. of what he did. <laughs> and and I'm always like, man, I want to see the Troy Polamalu that's like at like the barbecue and be like, man, I smoked the snot <laughs> out of Joe Flacco. He thought he was getting that QB. Sneak, but no, but he's never like that. He's just, you know, it just didn't happen to work out that way for them. I'm like, but like, I, I want to see what his speech is like because Yo. he's you know gonna what? come out and he's gonna say, Brian Dawkins ain't got nothing, nothing on me. me. Hey, and he wishes he could be. Hey, me. now, like, 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 that would be hilarious for hey, and, and Chris. Also, man, because we do know that 
it was a little bit up in the air if he was going to be able to be there in yeah, person. Yeah. Man, yeah. getting the reports that he's been medically cleared mm-hmm. to be there to give the, the speech. parade special. this afternoon, yeah. Man, it makes it that much better, right? Also, how dope was it? I don't know. Crawford's jersey? Crawford's I knew yes. you were, I knew you were yes. going to bring that I up. Saw the, I like zoomed in. I was like, does that say Crawford? That's this Crawford's wearing, repping the Negro League. Absolutely, we've man. Always, we've always got time for jersey appreciation yes. around these parts. Yes, we do. Yes. And I'm just sitting there like, whoa, like that's a that's an ultimate shout-out right there. Yeah. Like I'm going through Canton, Ohio – where you know in this parade repping the repping the Negro Leagues of Pittsburgh, that was awesome. But I mean, that's again, that's who Troy is. That's yes, who he is, he man. He has historical relevance. Like the funny story about how, like you know, with, uh, you know, Bill Cower in the 2005 team when when people were like, well, you know, nobody's ever run all the away games, but you know, Christopher, no one, you know, Christopher Columbus, no one had for <laughs> the Americas, and Troy was the one who was like, well, actually, he didn't. Ex- You'll find America. He found like a, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was and he's like, ah, found see, one in them islands, right? Yeah, and, one of them lands. But, but how hilarious is that? Troy, him, and Allen are all going in at the same it's time. It's great. It's great. Like from yeah. that, from that 2005 team. That's just so special. It's awesome. I can't wait to hear Dick LeBeau as well as part of this mm, speaking yes. oh, as yes. well, gonna, too. Well, you're right. He's going to be the most excited because he yes. will he will hype Troy. He up will hype Troy listen. up like crazy. And I can tell you firsthand. Nobody could tell your story the way Dickie LeBeau could tell a story, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, my man, he, he captivated us with just his night before Christmas. Yes. I mean, let, let, I let's be real. We're talking about grown men here preparing for war in a game, and we over here on the edge of our seats because how he just delivers that story to us. Yep. But Dick LeBeau, man, he's going to shut the house down when he's getting up there talking I can't about wait. Troy, man. I can't I, wait. I, that's, yeah, that's he's, a great call He's, on that, he's the one that I'm most excited to see give war his speech fact. just because – we haven't heard it ever since he left Pittsburgh, too. We haven't heard, heard a ton from Dick LeBeau. No. He went to the Titans, and then that kind of – He went to the Titans, retired, and then yeah. that was kind of it. And I don't blame him for that. Right. I'd, be the, I'd be the same way. Well, first of all, that man was doing push-ups in his 80s. Yes. He's like, just absolutely different. Just, just cranking different. him out. Like, he's just like – he's a different – right. He's a different He probably still being. does push-ups every morning. He probably lives somewhere, like, has some I mean, acres – looks great. Has some acres yeah. of land. Yes. He probably, like, goes out there and, you know, like, riding his tractor, tilling up mm. the land, doing push-ups. I like, love you know, it. I can't wait to hear it. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Like him and Brett Kiesel, like going to livestock conventions yeah. together. Right? <laughs> and Mel Blunt. Can't Mel Blunt's still Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, he's another absolutely. one, man. Yeah, he might show up on a horse to Canton tonight that, that if he's, he's going to be there. Tim Gatlin hat on. Hey. <laughs> the party. Uh, we're having some fun here. Chris Carter, Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler wrapping up the Steelers Blitz on SNR on our another ongoing day of Steelers coverage. Uh, Chris before we get into some of the stuff that we saw on Thursday, I did want to ask your opinion on everything that's transpired in the last 24 hours with James Washington, yes. Adam Schefter stating that, that Washington has requested a trade, um, not because he is necessarily unhappy with anything here other than his perceived opportunity, right? Not enough opportunity in training camp and in the first preseason game. And, you know, this is coming from Adam Schefter. Moats and I said he's not a guy who really dabbles in hearsay very much. Mm-hmm. If Schefter's no, putting something out there, that's news. It, that's news. That, that's yep. about as ironclad as you can get. Uh, what, what, what was your reaction when you first saw that yesterday and kind of your thought process now? It was like, eh, kind of knew that this could happen, and it makes sense that James would want it. Because here's the other thing. That could be him requesting a trade could be like you know, just a strategy to say, like, hey, get me the ball a little sure, bit more. Very sure, very yeah. sure, like po- Some might, posturing. It, right, some yeah. posturing to get that. Because here's the thing is that he knows that he's in a situation where he's got a quarterback who's, who, who can get him the ball. He's on a balanced offense that they'll be competitive this year. There's no guarantee that wherever you, trade, wherever you get traded to that you're going to shine that way. But And that they're not going to have other wide receivers in front of you on the depth yeah. chart it, as well, too. Exactly. But, he, but here's the thing is that – this is the final year of his contract. Mm-hmm. And next year, the salary cap is going to explode through the ceiling. So 
you know that everybody is trying to get to the market this year, so show everyone that's like, hey, I deserve X amount of millions of dollars mm-hmm. as you as you open up your pocketbooks this next this year NFL team. So. For me, I, this makes sense because James is like, look, man, I'm not trying to spend the contract year that might be the best time of my life to make my biggest contract as the fourth option on a team. And here's the thing. He's the fourth receiver option. Yes. Najee's going get to more t- get more touches than this guy. Not, not, not even just Najee. I mean, you think Ebron is going to be in that conversation, man. Fryermuth. Pat Fryermuth is going to be in that conversation. There's there's legit six other guys that could get targets mm-hmm. before him and – I see why, like, you know what? I don't – I like it's, it's nothing against you guys, Steelers. I want to be able to make my money. Well, and if you're James Washington, you can legitimately say that mm-hmm. Deontay isn't better than me. Right. Juju isn't better than me. Claypool isn't better than me. Like, on your draft where you were drafted at, your mm-hmm. pedigree there, the productivity you had yep. with those same quarterbacks that those other receivers struggled mm-hmm. with. You excelled during that year with Mason and Duck. Yep. And then you led the team in receiving. Right. Yep. And then last year in the midst targets. of in the midst of all these other receivers struggling, Deontay with his drops, Chase with his inconsistency, and then obviously just not being used at all towards the back end, James still wasn't getting those opportunities. Yeah. When we know he's talented enough, we know he's good enough to be out there. He could be a number two receiver on a lot of teams right now. So when I was thinking of that, I'm just like, once again, how could the Steelers have handled this differently? Yeah. That's what I keep going back to. Like, what could they have done differently to have avoided this situation? I mean, maybe getting him the ball more. But the problem is they're the Steelers. They draft yeah. receivers too well. Well, super. Because yeah. right. here's the other thing is that you think about it. Like, if they didn't draft Claypool last year, right, mm-hmm. you know, then James would have been either the, the two or the three. Correct. Maybe, you know, you know, depending on where he'd be. But – Chase Claypool got 13 touchdowns. Yeah. Like, like how you like that was a good draft pick. Yes. Deontay has drops, but he gets ex- some of the best separation in the NFL when he's running his routes. But I think he's the the most interesting one, though. Yes. The separation part, absolutely, but the inconsistency catching wise. If you don't catch the ball, how good do you? What, what does right. it matter how much? Whereas compared to James Washington, he catches the ball. He catches the ball. Combat catches, yep. and he creates separation. Mm-hmm. We know what he can do right after. So. That's the one, if I'm James Washington, where I'm going to continue to feel some type of way because we have all praised Deontay, and rightfully so, but we haven't necessarily seen him put it together to the level that we expect him to be able to do right. just yet. Here's the other end of this, is that the Steelers may be playing it this way. They they, they may have been hoping to keep J- James under the radar. Mm-hmm. So at sure. the end of this season. Sure, Juju exit stage, right? Exit and, stage, yep. and then you sign James to a friendly three-four-year nice deal, deal yeah. where mm-hmm. he, you're only paying him maybe like four or five million Tops. a year. And, yep. and and then and then he's this this sta- stable wide receiver that you got in your corner. Hey, hey, with the new salary and, and cap, he, his contract underpaid. looks like a bargain. Yeah, exactly. absolutely, exactly. Yeah. And so that's that's where I'm thinking the Steelers are trying to keep this on the low. They're like, hey, I think that's a safe James, assumption. Just hang in there, buddy. We'll get you your money next year. But if you're James, I want my money now. Absolutely. It's my money, and I need it now. And, and, and I think <laughs> of this, right? <laughs> think about this, man. Eight seven seven cash now. If they're willing to pay you four to five to sit behind them. Imagine what you could get if you actually got that opportunity to play. I mean, if he went to the Saints right now, he'd be Jameis Winston. He would be the number one target mm-hmm. until Michael Thomas got back, got okay. back healthy, and, and he could easily play himself into a double digit, double digit salary. Salary, and, and I, and, and that's that's why I ain't mad at him. Yeah, like, you know, it's this is just one of those. Hey, 
you did this so well that sometimes good players are gonna are gonna yes. be like, oh. I mean, look. It's back a good at, problem to have. It's a good problem. Yes. Look at the Young Money crew of the early 2010s. Absolutely. Yeah. They couldn't keep. Uh, you know, they couldn't keep Emmanuel Sanders and Mike Wallace and, and Antonio AB. Brown. Like, yeah. And, and so, the, and then they end up they got the best one of all of them. Yeah. And so it's like you know that that happens. And then you think back during the 2000s, even before the Tomlin era, Plexico Burris couldn't sign to stay mm -hmm. here. Antoine Randall couldn't sign to stay here. Like you know, but but they've always had a strong stable of receivers. That's just Very what this true. organization does. So that's a, it's part of the the product of being so good at recruiting that position. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe you know, maybe they're able to calm things down and work things out so he sticks it out. But I mean, I'm always rooting for a man to go get his money. So I ain't mad at James at all for trying to force that to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you mentioned there's some teams out there, Saints, Packers, mm -hmm. right, where you could definitely see him uh, stepping him in right away. Devontae would be a come really on, yeah, absolutely he success. would. Chris Carter hanging out with us here. Uh, Chris, we got a tweet before we went to break from Wesley Euler's hair. Yes. Yeah, Wes Euler's hair on that's how on you know you Twitter. made it. I mean, how about hey, that? Man, well, you got your own burner. And the bio Jeez. is the bio is. I mean, just look at it, and the location <laughs> is great clips. I mean, come on, <laughs> come listen. Clips? I I go value haircut. I don't know if I go great clips, but I go I go value haircut. I thought you were more of a supercut guy. Oh, I am a supercut guy. Yeah. I paid twenty bucks for my haircut. Still looks amazing. Still looks immaculate. That's just you know when you got it, you, you ain't. Do you they know, even this touch it, man? Like Booby Miles would say, <laughs> this is. God-given. Only thing I got to do is just show up. $60 haircut, $20 haircut, doesn't matter. Um, have you seen enough of Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph to determine whether one of them could be a long-term solution no, at quarterback? No, not at all. It's, I don't think it's way too early to, to do it, that. Is it with Mason, though? Okay, I'll say th I'll say this. Like I, I don't want to bury him because no. I think he can. I think he belongs on a roster in the NFL. But I think I'm pretty close to being able to say, yeah, I don't think he's a long-term no, franchise. Oh no, quarterback. okay, I'll say this. I don't see Mason as the next franchise quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, yes. I think that he's a good stopgap quarterback. Mm -hmm. I think that if if push came to shove, next year Ben retires, the draft doesn't work out to get your guy, nothing works out in free agency. If you beefed up your defense even more, right. your run game, and even you got more, some salary cap room to work with, right? Yeah, you could. You could compete again. The Niners made it to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's the, the the Rams made it to the Super Bowl with Jared Goff. And not that he's as good as those guys, but you could say, hey, we'll develop a system around you so that you don't have to do Nick too Foles. much. I mean, but the thing that we fail to remember in those two scenarios is those are higher pedigree guys. They are, yes, they are. Like night and day higher. Like not we have a first round grade. Right. Those were actually. They, they were they, taken. They proved themselves. They pro and that's what I think the difference is also when we take that approach with Mason a little bit as well, man. <sighs> I, that's the thing. Man. I wouldn't put him there just yet. Yeah. Now, he has the rest of this training camp. I actually thought he looked decent in, in, his, in his. I'm glad you said we that. We were talking about that, too. It wasn't all as doom and gloom as everybody yeah, made. Right. People have, like, week. wrote him completely off. I mean, I saw people put the fumble on him. They said it was the t most terrible uh, performance. I'm like, dude, come on. nah, we're not going there yet, man. And, and, I mean, the first he completed his first first five passes in a row. The first mm -hmm. incomplete pass he threw was off of Claypool's hands. They, they, oh, so you don't you don't agree with Troy Aikman? I'm glad <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because Tro Troy doubled down. Oh man, you can't make that throw like that. Well, he would I'm know like, the guy who almost threw as many like, interceptions as he did man. touchdown yeah, passes. Yeah, like, gee, you know, talk uh, about a guy that was propped up by a run game right. and wide receivers. Right. Um, but but point being. He when he was he was on point with his underneath passes. He had a mm -hmm. bomb to Claypool. He did everything that I, that I was looking for him to do in that game. Now yeah. we'll see if he can take it to the next level when he actually gets to run with some more guys, um, you know, in the second, third, and fourth preseason games. But at the same time, 
you get you get we've been through enough preseasons to know that one game ain't gonna matter in the long run. Very true. It's gonna be about can he keep doing it? And I'll say I've seen him I've seen him like today and I'm like, okay, we we, we like what we see. Yeah. So that's and we'll but again, it'll be about Thursday night, they're playing the Eagles. How does he perform against them? How does he how does Dwayne perform against them? How do they practice all this week? Those mm-hmm. are the questions that we're looking at. Absolutely. Now, Chris, something that I want to ask you because sure. Going into the game, man, we know linebackers have been a part of the conversation. Man, the thoughts on them, how confident we were with a guy like Robert Spillane. Mm-hmm. Obviously, no Devin Bush, right. but we got a chance to see Ulysses Gilbert and yeah. Buddy Johnson. Has your feelings about that group changed any now that we saw that game and how they performed in it? I do still think a big part of this is Robert Spillane was doing Devin Bush's job in that game. Okay. And that's where you mm-hmm. don't want him to be. Now, and that's, I guess that's the overall problem is if Devin goes down – this linebacker core is in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. But if when when you still when you see Robert Spillane doing the hug blitzing, doing the underneath work that's next to Devin Bush, yeah. that's when he's comfortable. He just didn't yeah. get to do that in that game. That's where I think that he needs that they need to kind of, kind of be able to keep him. But mm-hmm. I do think it would be it would behoove the Steelers to keep looking around inside linebacker options, either trades Ooh. or you know everyone, everyone's looking at the KJ Wright option because he went to the Raiders and didn't sign anything when he left there. Man, he can't sign with the Raiders. They the ops for he from. Hey, still, uh, still an Avery Williamson out there who might be a little familiar with what mm. the Steelers are doing too. Great stuff, Mr. Carter. Thank you for your time as always. We will continue to discuss all these things with you as training camp rolls along. Make sure you're catching Chris with Crowley later on. Up next from Canton. It's a special edition of The Drive. It's Williamson and Lolly. Great stuff today. Thanks to everybody who was involved. Thanks to Terrence Garvin and to Chris for joining us, to my co-host Arthur Motes, and to Brian for producing for us back at the ranch. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Hello, I'm Mackenzie with Exact Data. I'm excited to share how our team can help your business with its customer acquisition goals. Exact Data has been helping businesses of all sizes find new customers for over 20 years. With over 4,000 unique filters, you're sure to find the most targeted emails, postal addresses, and phone numbers fit for your business. Want a list of new homeowners in your area or looking?